Amanda Rose is going to join us. And uh, she is, of course, a golf analyst and one of the co-hosts of the Playing Around, get it, Playing Around Like Golf podcast. So Amanda now joins us. Hey, girl, how are you? Good to talk to you. It's so good to hear your voice, Steve. How are you? I'm doing well, and I really appreciate you doing this. Um, of course, and I will always make time for you. Uh, thank you. Um, I, I'm going to attack this whole, you know, Saudi thing from a different angle with you, Amanda, because what's going to intrigue me is, look, we all know on the tour, you know, most of the guys get along. There are rivals. There are some guys who don't get along. But given what the PGA has done, if these guys who are in London now come back and play next week, what do you think that interaction will be like? You know, here's the thing. Justin Thomas summed it up pretty well yesterday in his press conference. He was like, look, I saw, you know, Dustin Johnson over the weekend back home, you know, where they live in practice. And, you know, he's like, I didn't know if I should say congratulations, if I should feel awkward, like say goodbye forever. Like I didn't know what to say. And I think that's kind of a good way to put it because, I mean, they're all adults, right? A lot of the guys are friends. A lot of the guys have played together um, on on team events, so uh, on cup teams together. So it is going to probably be a little bit awkward, you know, come, you know, the U.S. Open next week when, when the guys that are in London this week are going to go over there and it'll be the first time that they're going to see the other guys since, you know, teeing it up and officially getting that suspension or um, lifetime ban, I guess, from the PGA Tour. So I, I don't know. I think a lot of these guys are professional. I think, you know, friends aren't going to stop being friends with each other because of this. Um, and Justin Thomas said, you know, there's some guys you can joke with about and other guys you just let it be. And and I think that they're just going to have to, you know, use common sense when it comes to that. But I don't know. I, I think the relationship might definitely strain a little bit and, and more so behind closed doors. But I don't know. We'll see. It's it's just it's it's such a weird we're just in a weird spot right now. Like this whole week has been crazy. You know, Tiger withdrew from the U.S. Open. We haven't even heard about that. Like all we've really been talking about is just is this lit stuff. And you know, only time will tell. You know, more players like Bryson is defecting. Um, Patrick Reed's going to defect soon. Pat Perez, who actually he had a, he had a ten million dollar contract that allegedly is signed about a ten million dollar contract, which is pennies compared to you know hundred thousand two hundred thousand dj phil nicholson are signing but wayne gretzky the great one helped him sign that contract so i think that's really weird so wayne gretzky is somehow getting involved in all this so it'll it'll be interesting there's i think there's definitely been a a line drawn in the sand you know i was uh intrigued when the pga put out what it did amanda some of the Mm -hmm. some of the language was pretty harsh and in what yeah. it said. So this is all about money. And that's what this boils down to to me. Does the PGA because of live change what it does at all, do you think? I think they're going to have to. Um I think something's gotta change because obviously people aren't happy, but then at the same time, like why are we rewarding people for not playing good golf. Every single person that has gone to live has not been playing that great. Even Dustin Johnson's not playing that great for Dustin Johnson. Like Hudson Swafford and, and Taylor Gooch, two of the lesser known Americans to, you know, casual golf fans, um, they went over there and they both, you know, won in the last season or two. So it doesn't totally make sense why some of the guys went over there. A lot of it is money. Um in, in the PGA tour saying like, you know what, you guys are done forever. 
it, it makes sense because, I mean, this has been months and months and months, right? The guys that wanted to play in London uh, had to apply for a release. And usually the PGA Tour will give out, you know, it will agree for the release for a, a tour player playing on a different tour in a different country. Um, so, like, um, Henrik Stenson, if he wants to go play, he's playing this week in, like, uh, Sweden. If he wants to go play on the European Tour in Sweden, that's fine. Go ahead, go do it. But if there's a competing event in the United States, they're not going to give you a pass for that. So being that this was an international event and they, the CJ Tour didn't give the guys permission. They said, you're not doing it. Absolutely not. Like, you're going to have to deal with repercussions if you do. And the guys went ahead and did it anyway. A lot of the guys, now there was probably 30 guys that I'm aware of, pretty well-known golfers that had put in releases to play the live event. Once they got turned down, they were like, no, I'm good. I'm good. Um, so they went and they broke rules. Like they knew what was going to happen, right? Like they, that wasn't something that like they, it's not like they didn't know that something really bad was going to happen when they went over to, to London to play this event. Like they knew something imminent was like something bad was going to come of this. And it's it, it, the, the tour already said, you're not doing it. Like, no, absolutely not. You guys aren't playing this that week. And the guys did anyway. So like Rory and Rory and Justin Thomas were like, listen, that's exactly what the tour said they were going to do, and they did it. So no one really should be that surprised. I hope I ask a, a, a question that makes sense here. With what the PGA did, right, Amanda, Can mm-hmm. is there an appeal process here for this? Yeah, there is. I believe there, yes. Um, I believe Ian Poulter, PGA Tour member, he lives in Orlando. His son, actually, um, next season will be a Gator on the Gator golf team, which is really cool. He's a good get for J.C. Deacon. Um, but Ian Poulter said he's going to, you know, he's going to re- appeal the the suspe- or the ban because some of the other guys had already resigned from the tour. And I think that they initially thought that the resignation would have allowed them to then join, uh, rejoin if this flops, given that they wouldn't have had like disciplinary action against them. They weren't whatever. But the guys that, you know, resigned, or like whatever, it's fine. Some of the other guys, though, like like Ian Poulter is like, no, I'm going to go appeal this. I think Kevin Na is going to appeal it too. So we'll see what happens. Like there are going to be some busy lawyers, a lot of sleepless nights um, <laughs> in the next coming months. People with golf, but yeah, there are going to be people that appeal it. Um, but at the same time, there's also guys that are like, fine, I don't care. Like just over it, they they really don't care. All right, I'm going to end on something totally different here because you you said something at the beginning which. I was struck by too, Amanda, in that, you know, Tiger Woods still has mm-hmm. the cachet he has. He says, I'm not playing the U.S. Open and because of all this other stuff. It's like a yawn because after what he says. Yeah. So my, my question is, where is he physically? I mean, he, is he ever going to be where he doesn't have some kind of physical ailment when he plays anymore? No, I don't think so. Tiger's in his 40s. He beat the crap out of his body um, physically and stuff and really was the driving force in turning golfers into athletes. And I think Tiger is always going to play with some kind of pain. Every guy on tour has something that bothers him, whether it's his wrist or his knee or his back. Everyone has something. And golfers just play through pain. Now, I was really surprised that Tiger looked the way he looked at the PJ championship last month. Like, you know, he, I thought he looked great at Augusta. Augusta is a really hilly course. Augusta's tough to walk and he handled it great. He made the cut, but then, you know, he ended up having to withdraw from PJ championship last, last uh, month. So I don't know. I think he made the right decision in just like 
I, I don't know what the he, he made the right decision of sitting out and, and rehabbing better. I don't even know what caused it though. Like, did he overwork trying to get ready for the PGA Championship? Like, was he too optimistic after the Masters? We don't know. But it, it let me just say, it is a very, very, very weird week in sports, let alone golf, where yeah. if Tiger Woods says something and no one pays attention to it and it's an afterthought, yeah. like, it's something weird. Like something weird is just going on. No question. Uh, all right, g- give yourself a plug here. Tell people they can uh, hear your Playing Around podcast. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, Playing Around um, with Paige Renee. You can find us on all the podcasts platforms um usually i think it's tuesday morning uh new pods drop i do twitch now i stream on twitch i'm actually live right now i'm doing the interview with you have them on twitch uh twitch.tv slash amanda golf 59 twitter same thing but come hang and get some golf bets and golf shenanigans it's all right fun. <laughs> all right good talking to you again amanda and i appreciate good you taking you. the time yep we'll talk to thank you thank you, you. I, said hi. I will Bye. thank you amanda rose uh one of our grads and you're going to be hearing a lot more of them as uh, the summer progresses here.